Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, it's Suze McLeod here with the Village Church Q&A podcast and Pastor Michael. This is important. I really want to discuss this today because the government has made a lot of calls about this coronavirus. One of the things they've asked us to do is suspend any gatherings at this point when we're recording, suspend gatherings over a certain number. So here's the question. Is the church giving into the government by suspending worship services? This question, I get it. I understand it. I want to put it in its context. And so like I, um, I'm on a school board. Yeah. And um, so us canceling school, oh, you know, just, oh, yeah. you know, and, and, and the governor came in and said, hey, we're we're canceling all private and public schools until I think it was okay. sometime in the future. Yeah. And um, is he saying no education? No, he's actually pushing everybody to e-learning and yeah. it's already spring break, et cetera. And I see why why he's doing it. I actually don't disagree with what he's doing in this context in light of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so the government is able to put restrictions on things and to put the restriction on the thing is not to be opposed to the thing. Ooh, well said. Yeah. So I think we have to kind of put some things in perspective. Now, there's a couple things in, inherently that I resist. Uh, I don't like when the government tells us what to do. Yeah. Uh, I just like big government scares me. Doesn't go well globally, historically not, not in for it. Right. Um, so when the government is telling the churches and mandating people to worship a certain way, et cetera, mm-hmm. none of that has been a part of this. So here's a couple like grids and filters that I would have. Has the government asked the church or Christians to sin? Mm. No way. Um, have they told us we're not allowed to gather? Nope. Uh, in fact, there are restrictions right now. As of the recording of this on groups right. over 1,000, they have suggestions on groups over 250, but even the large churches, which are the minority, yeah. they have actual mechanisms that they are able to worship in smaller crowds, definitely. Yeah. Yep. So they haven't even forbidden that. Like We are able to be pretty creative with the way we do things, mm-hmm. by and large. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have not asked us to sin. Are they opposing Jesus or is this about Jesus in any way? Not at all. Has Not that nothing to tell. do with yeah. it in yeah. any way. Are they persecuting the people of God? No. Are they threatening the people of God or mm-hmm. anyone for that matter? No. Um, so as I look at like how this is being done, this is mm-hmm. not about free speech. Yep. This is not about freedom to gather. It's not about freedom to worship. Yep. Nothing. On the ground, it is about coming together, businesses, corporations, governments, schools, churches, and saying, we have the ability to do things differently for a month yep. so as not to kill people. Yep. Particularly old people, vulnerable people, et cetera. Even, I think, even less than that, just to prevent the spread right. of a virus. Well, yeah. big, like, let's get really specific. We've already seen globally in Italy, different places, what happens when containment does not is not put into effect. Mm-hmm. So already, here's what we know that we know that we know. We know that our hospitals are going to be pushed to the limits, even with the level of, we'll say, quarantine that we're under, right? Yep. This is a way of saying our hospitals can't take this. Now, let follow follow the, the chain here. If we don't do these things, then our hospitals go nuts. Then the people who actually have real issues like heart attacks and strokes, we can't, we don't have the personnel to actually deal with them. Right. This isn't even a this isn't even solely about the older people who are vulnerable. It's about all the people who are going to have what if scenarios in the next month. And then we're not going to have the medical personnel to deal with it because so many Americans are going to freak out and go to the doctor and they're going to be there. And many of them will have uh, the coronavirus. And 
And so this is actually about how do we take a month and give our hospitals the space they need to not just deal with this, but also to deal with heart surgeries, heart attacks, strokes, babies being babies born, being born yeah. everything, you know, all so, these things that are normal that are just going to keep happening. Right. Yeah. So we're just kind of collectively saying, how do we do things a little bit different? Right. And so this is where we live in an, a remarkable age where education can go to e-learning. Mm-hmm. And for three weeks, we can we already do online services. Well, yeah. In the digital age that we're in, even working right. from home, uh, so many people can work from home now. It's remarkable, remarkable what we're able to do. Mm-hmm. So the people of God are still gathering to worship. Yeah. The people of God are still going to be together. We're still part of a church. We're still giving. Uh, people are serving behind the scenes. What you don't see is how many people are stepping up that normally didn't actually have a place to step up. Oh, yeah. And so there's I a lot bet. of really cool things happening behind the scenes. What you don't see is our local outreach and Bartlett Community mm-hmm. Care Initiative going to work to try to get food for those who are uniquely going to be vulnerable. Like, yeah. What you don't see is that um, we are able to do some really interesting, neat things because of the technology that we have right now. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So the government has not asked us to do anything unbiblical. Um, and if the government and corporations and schools, private education and churches can kind of just come together and say, you know what? If we just keep doing business as usual, people will die. Mm-hmm. Can we take a month off and do something different? Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. We can definitely do that. Yeah. When people get really upset about churches canceling, mm-hmm. they th- they think instinctively, not everybody, but there's enough that I've heard that I'm like, eh. they think instinctively that we are bowing the knee to the government. Mm. That is just not the case. The government hasn't mandated us to bow the knee. Right. They've simply said, can you do things differently for a month? The other thing, yeah, though. we can do things differently. The other reaction is that they're thinking, oh, something's really wrong. Right. So they're using that as their like barometer for mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a crisis. The church just canceled church. We're not so canceling not church either. because it's yeah. a crisis. We're right. canceling church so that we can partner yep. with everybody in America <laughs> and help people not die. Protect people. Yeah. That's about it. And I think it's pretty noble. Yeah. I'm optimistic uh, vaccines will come out and things will prevent this, sort of like all the other bad stuff that's come along. Mm-hmm. We're able to prevent the vast majority of the spread of it through vaccinations, et cetera, mm-hmm. different mechanisms. So let's just like, let's just tame this thing down. Yeah. Let's chill out. This is not about conformity. It is about love. Mm-hmm. I can't control if there's some dark power at work trying to control the masses. I can just control on the ground and say, oh, well, this help love people. And we can still worship, but do it alternatively. My real challenge is for all the people who are actually going to have nothing to do with church whatsoever for the next three weeks. My challenge to everybody is uh, discipline yourself to engage online in corporate worship. Uh, discipline yourself to engage with the people of God and and do whatever you can to worship, to sing, to sit under teaching. Yeah, Do what you got to do. That's great. Okay, Pastor Michael, next time we're going to address the following. What have you learned as a leader through these last couple weeks? Yeah.